Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. Yeah. Welcome to J.M., a production of iHeartRadio. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It is a fine day, a fine day indeed. We are here on this here podcast, this J.L podcast business. And uh, we are going to talk about some things. Who is the we? The we is Aja Graydon. And Laia St. Clair. And Jill Scott. <laughs> We're talking about loneliness. I've heard many, many times before that successful women are particularly lonely. Mm, shit, you already going there already? All right, Jill, yeah, that's all man. right. Go ahead, all right. <laughs> She's just going to go Ooh, right from the jumpstart. Like, like the, what is that? As an African-American woman, um, particularly when you got it going on and you've accomplished the things that you want in this life, most of us end up dying alone. That's <laughs> like... It's like a moment of sacrifice. What to do? Because that's what people act like. It's like, do you want this or you want that? But you can't have them all. Who says? The man. Damn you, man. Damn you. Damn you, patriarchy. The man and maybe looking at Oprah and Gail. I don't know. (laughs) Oh. So you trying to tell me that in order to be with somebody and, and be successful, I have to what? I have to have a woman. 
Mm, or mm. you can't have a man. Or That's the I flip can't. side. Yeah. <laughs> or what you were talking about earlier is a is a real thing. It's so funny. One of my girlfriends had this realization the other day and she just got a major promotion and is now like the executive suite in like, you know, TV world. And she was like, you know, I was talking to my boss who's a black woman and her and her girlfriends and I just realized that all of them are, um, you know, single, single. Yeah. And which is not, let me be clear, which is not the worst thing in the world to be single if you're happy about it. But if you're not, if you want to have somebody, if you want to be with somebody married, I suppose, it makes it really hard to do both. Be successful and have, okay, let's look, let's see. Denzel Washington and his wife, they've been together forever. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me see. I'm trying to think a couple. Yeah, but see, okay, but dive into that, though. While Denzel has, has, has reached his levels of platinum success, I'm sure Pauletta made a sacrifice in the sense of the family. Mm-hmm. In the, you see what I'm saying? It's right. Just, I'm sorry. I mean, I think a lot of it has to, I think it gets a little harder, though, when the relationship has to be initiated after the woman has had a certain amount there of success. There it is. Yeah. Because if if the relationship has to exist in the same kind of universe as the woman's success, then it kind of opens up all these other implications. Mm. Like, well, how does that make that man feel? How do other people perceive him? How do other people perceive her? It's all kinds of different ways that other people will judge. And then those things will take root in how the two people see themselves and X, Y, Z. I do think that I see some of this stuff beginning to come up to the surface that may be different for the women that are coming after us. Oh, I hope so. I just think what I've observed from some younger married couples and their desire to build together, Mm -hmm. that is not built on the woman making herself small so that the guy can succeed. Come on, Lovecraft Country. There's this whole thing, right? So, yeah. So I think there's a I think there's like a thing where they're starting to see that as problematic and going into it with that part of the conversation being said in the very beginning hey, I want to be successful. I'm on the pathway to that. That's the trajectory of my life. So let's talk about it. Like, how are we going to use each other's strengths to move forward? Applause, applause to the next generation Mm -hmm. of women that can see where we might be, you know, failing. That's what they're supposed to do, though. That's what you're supposed to do. Bless you. Yep. The, the, The problem is that obviously we are all, you know, in a certain age group. And the men that we come in contact with, they're products of that generation. Some of them have just not evolved yeah. to that place yet. Like, listen, for this podcast, just be clear, I am i really don't have any intentions on telling other people's business. I'll share mm-hmm. some of mine. You ain't going to know everything because I, I just won't. Uh, <laughs> I just won't. But I will say that success, I don't know if it was necessarily success. With my first marriage the only one that I actually count. It's true. That's the only one that I count. We were doing really great. And then success came along and I had other priorities too. And it it was hard to build something. I I don't know, maybe I'm not saying that it was his fault or my fault. I'm just saying that circumstances and us all of a sudden coming from, you know, not much to way more was Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. 
And it all seemed on my shoulders at the time. Yeah, like like La and I, we talk about this, you know, every every couple of months, you know. Oh, so wow. it's not new to either of us. But that success was was oh, I'm getting hard. Lazelle is a good dude. I know. I'm, I love me some Lazelle. He's for, a good for dude. us on the outside. Yeah. Like, look at all of, that. You can't listen to other people about your relationship. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta let them have the relationship they have with your shit. Yeah. And just just step out. Just let them yeah. have a little moment. Yeah. And it'd be like, all right, niggas, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> my bad, Jill. I'm sorry. It's all right. We was looking at y'all like, like I remember. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's so but good yeah. that you guys are good friends. Yeah, that's right there. That's that's the thing. That is the thing. Is that the idea of of being human with each other and and having friendship? I think that takes also the edge off of loneliness to a degree because that having quality relationships in your life, you kind of know what you want and what you don't want. Mm-hmm. And if you have really strong relationships in your life with men and women, you don't have to be trying to find something in a person, a mate, that you don't already possess. It's like you're able to see and, and differentiate between what is a requirement and what is just something that's feeding a need or making me not lonely in the moment. So that's just my assumption about that. But I do think that I, when I see women pick a beautiful relationship, it comes out of that knowing, mm-hmm. that security of that, hey, I, I know what good friendship is. I know mm-hmm. what a good relationship is. And I'm only going to choose according to what falls in line with that. And then sometimes motherfuckers just switch up. Yo, that's what I want for you. I mean, <laughs> selfishly, that's all I want for you. I, I want you to be with somebody that... You enjoy, but you know who you are. So you know what you want and you know what you enjoy and who is going to build with you and not be afraid of success. That is not me implying that Lizelle was afraid of it. It just was very hard for the two of us to have to deal with that. We were so used to us and Mm -hmm. how we did things and how we liked things. And then everything changed. And in reality, we were we were freshly married. So it just kind of threw us for a, a loop. And then I was and then I was alone. And then I was alone, married and alone. And that also oh, married and married alone. and alone. Yeah. And that definitely produced some terrible decisions. Terrible. It's so interesting that we talking about loneliness. And I was just thinking, even though I'm the same way but how we tend to like lean on our romantic relationship as like solutions for our loneliness. And I was like, is there a way that like your friendship can really be? <laughs> and do we really want it? So it's just so interesting to me. I'm like, but we tend to just go to the romantic side. Cause even if you have a beautiful friendship, it seems like that's not going to be how you want to build a life forever. Like you still need that romantic I mean, the reality is that there's lots of folks that are single. And even if they want to have a relationship with somebody, sometimes they just don't. And I think it would be unfair to ever present that life as being some life of lack. You know what I mean? It just is just a life that. Which that one? A, Which one is a life of being lack? Being single. Being single and right. not having any romantic right. prospects. Right. And to make that the definition of loneliness. So I think it's really important what Jill said about that being married and lonely that that's the real thing. Don't nobody want that. Okay. Being in a home full of people 
I've been there. And feeling lonely or being around a crowd of people and feeling lonely is possible because you want to shift that kind of narrative that says that a woman who is single with with no man or no relationship and no children or something like that is just by definition a person who may be lonely. Right. And I don't I don't want to buy into that part of it. You know what I mean? Some women, I ain't going to lie to you. I see some women that I know want to have a relationship. Mhm. But they want a quality relationship. Word. And they are very specific that that they will never enter into anything that doesn't elevate the already beautiful life that they are living. Nice. So that I know some single women who are absolutely in that space. They're not shunning relationships. They're not saying I don't want nobody. They're not saying any of that. They're not even suggesting that people who are married are miserable because I hate that too. Like, get Mm -hmm. over it. Mm -hmm. We're not. But they're just saying, listen, I know what I want. I haven't found it yet. In the meantime, I'm about to have a fucking blast. Mm -hmm. And when I find that person, good. Yes. If I don't, Meet a bitch in Bali, okay? Hi. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I, I think that is the mentality right there. Because uh, I've seen and I noticed a lot of successful women are, are really upset about the fact that they don't have what they thought they were going to have. A partner know, in life, yeah. A partner. And upset at the way that society makes them feel like something must be wrong with them. Like, oh, well. Yeah. This is, you know that the default. Yeah, but it's it's interesting in that Asia because at the same time, I think still most are like, but I still would prefer to be able to share this life with someone. At the of end course. Of well, not of course, yes. That yeah. I, I, I see that. Yeah. I, I definitely see that. Who doesn't? Yeah. People want to find someone whom they can share life and love and experiences with. I mean, yes, absolutely. And but I have a fear can... of that as a black woman because I just, I feel like I know too many Black women that are my mom's age and my grandmom's age that the last 20, 30 years of their life, it was, even though, and not to say it was lonely the whole time, but getting still, man, you know, sometimes it's nice just to have a partner in a way, so. But does it have to be permanent? No. A partner? It's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. It just gets harder as you get older, even if it's not. But go ahead, I'm sorry. This is true. This is true. Like, my mentor, she made it real plain to me. She's very successful. Her children are adults. They're successful. And she says she that love doesn't owe her anything. She's had enough of it, and she's just fine. Ooh, God, that's a go. I something goaly about that feeling. I don't know. I got I, something about it. I'm envious. I said, "Do you think you'll ever get married again?" And she's like, "Well, for what?" She was like, "Why would I want that? I get up when I want to. I yes. work when I feel like it. I don't have to explain myself to anybody or Ma'am. make allowances. I don't have to apologize for anything. Mm. I do what I want, when I want, how I want. And I don't see any better way to live. And, you know, she said, she I did. had a husband and that's over. Mm. And I don't want another one. And she blew my whole mind. Oh, she no, blew I my respect mind. it. My I mother... do too. How old is this woman? She's got to be about 72 now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember my mom and her friends having similar conversations. Like, yeah, it's nice to, like I said, does it really have to be permanent? Can it be, no. oh, this is someone I like to hang out with sometimes, yada, yada, yada. But I don't really need to be in a permanent relationship. As I get to have more older women around me in their 60s and 70s, 
this is what I continue to hear, you know? And, but and that's not, scary too. <laughs> but not not in a way to make men feel like they are disposable or anything like that. I think that there are a lot of men that feel this way too. There, yes, are, it, 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 there are some. I just it, you're right though, age. There's a lot of women at a certain age too that are just like, I'm over the sex thing. I'm I'm cool. I've done I, enough. I just really feel like there should be a service if you want your feet rubbed. I mean, like not just that, but if you want, you know, a little happy ending, you know, oh, like I the think, shy. Yeah, I just think that that's fair. I think that that women should have these things that, and it shouldn't be, you know, a stigma attached to calling a service where you can get your feet rubbed and a nice pop-off before you go to sleep. Oh, yes, a pop-off. A little, little tap, tap. Yeah. Tap, tap. I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. fair. Especially <laughs> for successful women. Well, I think I think poor women should have access too. Yes, ma'am. I think all uh, women should have access. A poor woman should be able to have a little pop-off at the end of her shift. Like, come on now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Slide and scale. Slide and scale. Slide and scale. Yeah. You putting this out there, but this is this is actually a really great idea. You've said, Jill. I, I I'm know. just saying you said it before. I don't know what we call this. I don't. I just uh, I just don't want anybody to go to jail for such a good thing. You know, this is a good quality uh, service that could be provided. And it we started be. in Vegas where the laws are a little lighter. On Listen, you. look at Atlanta. What is it like 18 to one? Girl, it's a whole a- bunch of women. Atlanta, D.C. Yeah, I just I, I tell all my boys, I'm like, you know, you meet them in Atlanta and you marry them in D.C., honey. That's lucky for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and easily catch six or seven more if you want to. It just yes. We don't. It's just funny because we don't have. What are our cities? <laughs> What are the cities? Eight black women. You need to go here. Where are they? Where are I the cities? Know. I'm I a, know. You Do know they even what? make a list? Do they even make lists like that for black women? They don't That's... make lists for black women any daggone way. We got to thumb through our own, you know, well, networks to find these things out. Well, that's why I created True Voice. I'm trying to make a list of places and things and stuff for black women so we can find our what we want. What about Portland? I think there's a lot of black men in Portland that um, there are. I think there are. Uh-huh. I'm not going to go with a lot. No, I shouldn't have said a lot, but there are some black men in Portland that mm-hmm. um, just just they just they just a little oaky. They don't know what to do. That's all. Yep. Can I tell y'all? That, uh, <laughs> we just gotta we just gotta take a more vacation right quick. And... You you forgive me. I'm you know I'm from the from the East Coast. I'm from Philly as we all are. I'm just I saying take that all that granola and whomever, the Birkenstock. There you go. Yeah. The granola and the Birkenstocks and the peace of mind and the wonderful marijuana. Yes. You can always put some lotion on them ashy ass knees and ankles and pull them into the world with you. <laughs> I can I feel have... all the I can feel all the emails from the black men in Portland coming in right now. I can hear it. I can hear Bring the them. email coming in. Bring it. We'll be back after the break. Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. 
Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM. Let's create. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters, so dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Let me say this about me and loneliness. Okay, I used to think that I could help somebody get to the other side. Does that make sense to anybody? I used to think that I could help a man get to the other side. Like, oh, we just, you know, just like for me, I didn't know what uh, duck a l'orange was until I had duck a l'orange. You know, I, I didn't know about oh, okay. Senegalese food until I went, you know, and, and and found a place in Paris. And like, like. Oh, you like me. To, you, got, you show nigga shit. Like, you like look at this. Try this. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but if you don't find someone... You, I've learned that you just cannot share with everybody. Some people are not prepared for it. Some people don't even want it. Some people they don't want, deserve it. Some people don't deserve it. Come on, come on. Some uh, people don't deserve it. That is what it is. And the intention is good. The idea sounds right. But it's just it's the same as finding a mentor or mentee for that matter. You you can lead the horse to water, but you cannot make them drink. And if, yeah, when, I if mean, you're I lonely and you find somebody, my biggest suggestion to you is take, as someone who is married for 15 months once, take your slow molasses ass time, time. before you jump into anything with anybody, especially as a woman, if you're more successful and you got more to lose. Hmm. Be, 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 be That's mindful. A word. Be, be, be careful. Because there's a different generation and a different breed of males out here. 
So. Yeah. I didn't I didn't Damn. think this was real until I knew it was real. You expanded my broke mind. I'm like, girl, to teach me because I, I don't plan on staying here. So, you know, I just need thank you for preparing me, Jill. I mean, you we think we know how or I knew I well, I guess I, I thought I knew how men operate, hmm. but there's a different breed now. So do, you have to mind that loneliness. Yeah, you know I mean, like you really yeah, have I mean, to mind that thing and be on top of it because yeah. you can't let the loneliness drive you to a place that will definitely not benefit your life. Yeah. I just mean in the arms of the wrong mm. motherfucker. At some point, that takes like a little bit of reevaluation within self too, though. I feel like, like that lonely. That's what I was saying about loneliness. Like, I don't think it's always too about another person. Some part of it is you too, because at some point you also need to feel comfortable with yourself, right? Like, so. Because being with somebody else is not going to make it better. Whatever's wrong with you. Even if you're in a relationship, there's lots of things that can cause that same feeling of being isolated. You know what I mean? That same isolation, not being able to connect because There's loneliness in the sense of that there's no one else around and that the reality of that, the reality of maybe you haven't been, like you said, your feet haven't been rubbed or you haven't been hugged Mm. or even just touched. You haven't even had no one put their hand on your shoulder or wake you up or anything like that. So there is that kind of experience within loneliness. But then there's also, you know, ways to feel lonely and isolated when you're you are not single. I mean, not to be obvious, like, oh, let me chime in for the people who are not <laughs> single. But, you know, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Not, not to come across like that, but just because I know that that's a real thing. And particularly when you are going to therapy. If you're in a relationship with someone or married or partnered, it's like and you go to therapy to start fixing your own stuff. That's a real easy way to start feeling super isolated and lonely because you are starting, you are, you're evolving. You're evolving sometimes at a rapid pace and your mate isn't. And that communication and connectedness that mm-hmm. makes the partnership work is interrupted. And a lot of people don't recover from that, you know, and then any kind of change in life, like losing your job or losing a parent, because I've been through that part of it, too. So it's like all of those different emotions and things where you need to kind of rely on partnership. Partnership can sometimes maybe not even be an asset in that moment. Sometimes it can actually be the rock around your neck. Like, goodness, good night. This person can't see me or hear me. Yeah, it's funny. I'm laughing at what you just said, and I'm laughing, but it's not really funny because it's also like, well, right now, during these times, these are the most loneliest times of most of our lives. So, and all those things are happening. You know what I mean? Like people are realizing that this ain't, I can't, I can't live with him. I can't live with him. I have no more. You know, people are like, it's a time of high suicide. I was just reading a, a Time Magazine article about it. Like, it's just such a, it's a lonely time. Yeah. Not having access to touch. Oh, that means so... Mm. Ooh, baby. Yeah. And and I'm not talking about sex. Yeah, you know no, what I'm I know saying? What I'm talking about, yeah, th- just on your skin, not having access to touch. The first time I saw a family member during the quarantine when I couldn't put my arms around them, it was like a real grieving process behind that. It was like, wait a minute, I can't touch you. And that was very odd. And then to take that experience and magnify it, 
Mm-hmm. I think I'm sure that it takes loneliness up uh, a thousand notches. It's like, oh, wait yeah. a minute, I'm I'm alone. And how, how do you deal with that? So you're seeing a lot of people do things and find new hobbies. And I've been seeing tons of people bike riding, roller, roller skating, skating. Mm-hmm. yoga. I've seen more yoga on the good people's internet mm-hmm. in the past yeah. six months than I've seen in six years. That's good. Yeah, people are really trying to find ways to cope. You know what I'm saying? And not find themselves in a ditch where they can't get out. I know for me, in my household, there are a couple of, like, real contracts. One is my husband has to get out of the house. He's not a person who likes to be indoors a lot, so he has to get out of the house. So he has an office. He goes to his office every day. He gets up in the morning, like, and he goes. And it is not a problem. I'm actually thrilled that he has it. Some of my contracts are, hey... I got to have alone time. Yep. When I say my office hours are over, yep. I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all be hanging out that window like Big Red. Don't play with me. My office hours are are done for the day. But more than anything, it's the connection part. So having the option to connect is also, I understand it, a huge privilege. Because if you don't even have the option to connect when you're ready to, that can be devastating. Yeah. It's got a lot of health issues. Too. I think we said that, but yeah, like chronic pain. Mm-hmm. It, how we feel in our head and heart and our spirit really does affect our bodies. So, you know, you're already paranoid about what's going on with this quarantine and catching something that could possibly kill you. Mm-hmm. If you're alone, that just makes things so much worse. It, it mm-hmm. makes it so much harder to deal with. And your body starts to ache. And I know I thought I had COVID, I don't know, about seven times so far. I was like, I got a headache. I got the cocaine. <laughs> I got a headache. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I keep Yo, getting... Right. Coughing in a public space is, is like a whole new meaning these days. Like, right. What, like, and man. being outside, inside your mask, is is lonely too. Yeah. Because you... Yeah, having that physical separation from others, that that visual and physical separation from other people, mm-hmm. it just, it really intensifies it. I'm going to lie to you guys, having, and let me ask you both, having had parents, how do you think your parents are experiencing this time? Both of you have parents who are not married and live um. alone at their age, like how are they experiencing this and how are they dealing with their loneliness? Have they talked to you all about it or anything like that? Go ahead, yeah. You know, it's funny. I always say, well, my equation is similar to most kids. Like my dad has a girlfriend and my mom is single. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for my dad, he's he's always like, babe, I'm just so glad we have FaceTime, you know. But as you guys know, I went home for a month a couple of days ago. And that was the first time I had hugged them in months. And like me and my mom have had many conversations about, yeah, loneliness and what it, the future looks like for her and being in a house of, of size. And, you know, at the same time, I was there for a month, so I also got to see that she's trying. She's on these these apps. She's trying to meet a dude, you know. There was mm-hmm. one, he might be a little bit too too militant, but, you know, it's just, a, it's, it's an interesting conversation. And like I said, it's somewhat of a fear of mine. And I pray every day, not for nothing, I pray every day in my prayers for my mom to, to find a companion in life. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I can't imagine if Joyce Alice had somebody. I don't even know. She doesn't currently, but she she does have these two damn dogs. And when I tell you, she cooks for them every day. 
Yeah. Oh. She cooks their food. She has been doing this for years. My mother is a wonderful caregiver when it comes to people and animals. She talked to me not too long ago about she's also like a, t- a touch healer, but she's got her homies where she is. And we're about 20 good minutes away from each other, maybe 25. Mm. It has to Yeah. So I just far enough. And just close enough. That's, that's not true. Maybe about a good 40. I'm a double at a good 40 minutes. No, that's, that's, that's just So it's a little bit of a trip, but it's cool because when you get there, I know I'm staying. You know, hmm. I'm hanging out. So yeah. she's okay. She has her moments. And I can always tell because then she's shopping. Yeah. See, it, it's funny. I want to say again that I totally know that women of a certain age come in all different kinds of flavors, attitudes, and tastes. And so I understand that. But I do understand that I'm probably going to be much like my mother in the sense that me and my boyfriend were just talking about this. He has a mother who's single as well, and his father is married. And I was like, how is she doing? Is she lonely? You know, he was like, she's got this dog, you know, she good. And I'm like, but Karima, me and my mama, we still there as sexual type people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I just know that like a, a pet ain't going to... A fur baby is not going to mm-hmm. do it. It's, for us, it's just like, it. that's just more responsibility and somebody I got to stay home for. Yeah, and get home <laughs> for. But isn't it interesting how the son sees it one way and the daughter... Yeah. <laughs> the son is not thinking like, oh, my mom might need, I don't know, a man. He don't, they don't a even want to think of it like that. They don't even want to think. And we've had those conversations. I don't want to think of my mom like that. I'm like, but uh, she's like a, a human. A but whole that's tied person. into her happiness. Yes. Yes. That is tied into her happiness, sir. Sir. Don't you want somebody to play with your stuff? <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever mate I'm with, I let him know, listen, this is what I'm going to be when I'm 60, 72. This is what I plan. So if Get you can, all the way into Yeah. Ain't no quitting. Mm. You need to I go heard in this that. Morning. Yes. <laughs> they got some pills mm-hmm. for that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. They got, some, they got some drinky drinks. <laughs> this is a long one. When I'm done, you could be done too. Yeah, have this, what is it? A uh, yingling? <laughs> what is it? Uh, um, What's the beer? Yingling. Yingling is a beer. Yingling. Yeah. No, no, no. I know yingling is a beer, but yingling is supposed to help you know, yo, yo, oh, that, yeah, mm-hmm. that, um, that herb, strong bull, to help with the. Oh <laughs> yes, it's not gonna, what is that? I know what you're talking about. Yes, I didn't know that was a yingling, but okay, mm-hmm. yeah. No, uh, if if I'm not mistaken, it's a yingling. That's supposed to keep that thing happening. Happening. <laughs> <laughs> we are somehow. We always end up coming back to <laughs> sex, and I'm not mad at that. Oh, I'm this sorry. Is, this it, is a human condition, people. I personally am very proud of myself because I, I, we are half more than halfway through this podcast, and I have not found a way to blame loneliness on white supremacy. So personally, that's true. Well, let's think, let's look let's look at that. Like let's, let's peel it back. Look, let's back, peel it back. 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 <laughs> Okay, well, so you in, could say that white supremacy is responsible for the fact that we've been in quarantine this yes, long, yes. and therefore it has something to do with why everybody is so lonely and dealing with loneliness right now to this extent. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, you could also say that let's look at the 70s with the welfare system and not being able to have a man in your house at all. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Not being able to have a man or visit. Mm-hmm. In order to feed your children or keep your lights on, yeah, that is that's a very very major 
major part of, of our history. Yeah. And it's, it's single if, women mm-hmm. and with who are lonely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Come on, with throw it, that in there. Let's blame this white man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Make him accountable for his deeds. I only laugh because it's uncomfortable. That's the that's the only reason I laugh. I just need you to understand that. It's because it's uncomfortable to have to put a name or not even a name, but a face to a problem. But when you look at our issues and our problems, so much of it, so, so much of it goes back to where we are and how how the society is run. And to what, Aja? White supremacy. Yeah. I mean, that is the reason that a lot of our mamas and our grandmamas are single. I'm convinced, but you know, that's whatever. Oh, yeah. And even down to the whole idea of what it takes to be successful and how women, we have to grind so hard Mm -hmm. and do so much Mm -hmm. and that we don't have time to take to be social, to time to interact with one another, to have quality time with other people and social time enough with other people in order to build those kinds of relationships and the ways in which certain doors are closed to black men and open to black women, you know, and let's just keep it real. They underpaying us anyway. Mm-hmm. So if they can get some brilliance at a discount, they're going to take it, right? Mm. So trust and believe that we're dealing with, it's a backhanded opportunity for black women. It's like, yeah, you had this job, but, but you're going to get 42 cents on the dollar. And I'm going to need you to work longer than these eight hours. Ooh, and you can't and you can't act like this job. This job ain't the most important thing in the world to you. Oh, you oh, have okay. kids, Rashonda? <laughs> uh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's, That's amazing. That's something. Do they all have the same father? Really? Really? That's fascinating. Wow. Fascinating. That's something. Shonda, this is like the third funeral you've gone to. I've never been to one. Hmm. (laughs) Another funeral, Rashonda. (laughs) Sure. You people don't take care of yourselves. (laughs) Oh, Uh, God. We love you, Rashonda. Okay. Shout out to Rashonda. We have your back, Rashonda, right here on J.L. Okay. More conversation after this break. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. 
If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM, let's create. Father's Day is coming, a day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us to crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off, no dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. Uh, but the Bartesian Cocktail Maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Listen, how do we combat this thing? How do we combat loneliness? In so many ways. This yoga thing is helpful and it also moves the body and sadness, just like with cancer, staying positive is really, really important when dealing with illness anyway. You already know that. Yeah. Our emotions, just like with plants, just just like with plants, you speak negatively to a plant, it's mm-hmm. going to wither. You speak positively and, and say nice, creative, interesting things and the thing will grow. It's the same with our bodies, feeding it positivity. That's why, Jill, I just want to add, even though I'm not consistent, I am an advocate of meditation. I'm trying to be better. Be better with me. Hey, this is what it's all about. We're all yeah. trying to be better. I wish mm-hmm. I I wish I would sit somewhere and talk about, oh, I got it all together. I know how to think. I don't know. I'm trying to know. I'm trying mm-hmm. to do better. And I think that's, you know, why we're here. We're all in this thing together, trying to be better human beings, trying to be stronger for the next generation and stronger for ourselves. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Amen. Amen. One thing that I think has helped me in the past with loneliness is being really clear and getting to know myself. What it is I need and what it is I like, who I am. Because it's sad, I know, you get to your 40s and you realize, damn, I've lived this long and may not all the way know myself. And that realization is kind of a lot, you know. But once you start asking yourself that question, you realize, oh, I do know myself. I just have impressed myself to make that the priority. I have not centered myself in the conversation. So I think loneliness, in terms of how I've dealt with it, is getting to know myself a lot better. I'm comfortable with myself. I know what I need. When I need interaction, I know how to ask for it. And when I want to interact, I know how I want to interact. And the big conversation in the past couple of years, at least I hear it almost ad nauseum, is love languages. Hmm. And people knowing what their love language is and how they interact and how they need to interact and when they don't feel like interacting and all those things, making sure you have those boundaries, speaking up when you need to. All of that, it comes with the confidence of dealing with your stuff, getting to know yourself Mm -hmm. and honoring yourself. It's all the self-work. Unfortunately, it all kind of keeps coming back to the self-work. Mm-hmm. It is, you know? though. Mm-hmm. And it's not selfish. It's not selfish to do the self-work. No. It's the 
it's funny because as Asia was given like the whole, it's funny, I always call it the intellectual version of, I was thinking to myself, literally like all these things that you should be doing, but you just did this whole intellectual like translation of things. Cause I was like, well, you know, not for nothing folks, like people are, are breaking their backs to make content for you at the end of the day, you know, learn something new on your computer for yourself. Like spend some more time with yourself, read this book that you said you was going to read and you still haven't read it. Check on that friend that you've been saying for the last year. I, I wonder how they doing all these things that are a part of like everything that Asia said in a really smart way. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> this is why I can't. What? And even, oh, one more thing. Instead of, because my mom was very insistent. She turned 70 for her birthday and she was like, I do not want to drive by Zoom birthday party. So even in that way, be creative. We did a drink by. We were like, you know what, y'all? Come by for 30 to 45 minute increments and then roll the freak out in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just try to think bigger and you know just I just think what do you you want what do you want what do you like what are you into and if you can't think of anything go look for it see if you can find something that you like I I think I would like Mm -hmm. making pottery I think I would dig that right Uh, you know See if I There's can... a YouTube show for that, Jill. That's what I'm but saying. But that means I got to go buy the clay and the stuff, all the stuff. I don't know if I like it yet. I need to try it first. Call Amazon. Amazon. Anything you need. I, I think there. I would like playing the harp. I've been trying to figure out what I've been playing with these fingers for years. I don't know. But it might be a, a magical, invisible harp. I it's think I would give it a try. Why yeah. not? I want to say this real quick thing, too, about some of the options that we have really do come along with a a few of the privileges that we enjoy. You know, just having access. Mm -hmm. You know, and a friend of mine told me once that poverty is about, in most instances, is about not being able to have any time. Time is a privilege. Yes. Having time is a privilege. Mm -hmm. And, And many of us, many of us, many Black women in this country and women of color just have a very difficult time even having the time to do something new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything is in survival mode. Everything is, I have to go to work. I can't stay home. I don't have to. I don't have this. And the stress levels are like very, very high. And so I just want us to remember because I, I realized that even though obviously we have all experienced times of leanness, there is a privilege in this conversation of the three of us. The three of us do have access. And there's so true. many people who just don't. And they can't solve their loneliness by going to a yoga class because they can't afford a yoga class. Oh, I didn't or say go to it. I said no, no, watch I, it on your yeah, phone. Watch on, you know, or watch on your phone. Because, here, because here's the gag. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you have the privilege to be able to sit here and listen to me and Asia and Jill right now, then you might be able to do some of these other things too. Okay. Because it is a podcast. Yeah, I understand. And just to be clear, while while you're, you know, cleaning the kitchen or whatever you're doing, listening to this podcast, just because you amassed a certain amount of success, depending on what you're thinking it is, my days as as an actor, sometimes there are 17-hour days. And Mm -hmm. I would say more often than not, unfortunately, And that means there's a very, very short amount of time in between tomorrow and getting home, taking a shower, getting your makeup off, mm-hmm. learning your new lines or going over your lines and take, getting to bed. And then you're writing up and, and early the next day and, and the whole thing right. starts all over again. You normally yeah. work on a Friday day. Which is, it starts <laughs> Friday. on Friday and it ends on Saturday morning. 
And yeah. that means Saturday is done. So you're mm. exhausted most of Saturday. You have Saturday evening and you have Sunday, but you got to get ready and learn all the lines that you need to know for, for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because you don't want to wait to the last minute and not know your lines because that is horrible and uh, turmoil <laughs> internal. And, as, and you can be showing up as a black woman unprepared. High, mm. Un- mm. overprepared, High. not overprepared. High, yeah. Mm. And I've had that happen where I was just like, I'm so tired, I just don't know. But what I did do in order to keep the sanity that I had is on the ride to set. I was like, how long is it? How long is the ride today? Sometimes the ride will be an hour and a half. Praise God. That means I get a little bit of a nap. And it also mm-hmm. means that I get to listen to some music and breathe. Mm. Listen to some Aww. music and breathe. Like just trying to find the space in the midst of it all to take some deep breaths. That's helpful. That's helpful. You know, if you can have somebody come and visit and knock the cobwebs off the thing, that's nice too. Mm-hmm. You know, but well. but they got to go. Because you have, <laughs> you got you got things to do. I get it. I get it. The working time doesn't change. I was watching a video yesterday and or earlier today, and this guy was talking about how really is about intentional living. Da da. It's not that you have like tons of time, but it's also just how you're spending your time. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing something mm. that it has an intention, Ugh. it has an intention behind it. Where it's like, like if you want to scroll social media and you have a reason for why you're doing that you're like because I enjoy it or because I want to do or because I want to check in on some things or whatever it's like yeah okay great bottom line is that everything if you can start to look at your life in this way where it's like I'm doing things for this intentional reason and I'm being intentional about that it can help to give you a lot more peace of mind and it's interesting because I have teenagers tons of them now now like almost all the kids are teenagers except for I got one that's 21 and one that's 10 so they're kind of out of the teenagery space. But in the middle, I have four teenagers. And one thing about teenagers is that they are most definitely always going through some sort of, you know, on somewhere on that spectrum of, am I depressed? Am I have anxiety? Am I this? Mm-hmm. Am I that? You know, da, 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 da. there's somewhere on there almost all of the time, some sort of way. Huh. And helping them to say, okay, yeah, today you might be lonely. Today you might be sad or today you might be have anxiety. What is your intentional choice in this moment so that you can address that? No, that doesn't mean that you won't feel it at all. But what is your response? What are you being intentional about? What is that going to give you? How is that going to feed you? And if you can practice doing that at this age, then when you get older, you're not as at risk to go under because of it. That doesn't mean that the feelings will not be there. And it doesn't mean that because you choose to do something else that somehow the thought of it will not still be there. You may not still feel this way. But you're keeping that body going. You're making intentional choices in order to address how you're feeling. And um, I'm no therapist or anything like that, obviously. I'm just saying what the conversations that I'm having at home with my young people and how that has also helped me to hold myself to the same standard. Mm-hmm. Because what behavior are we modeling then for them? So that that has helped to keep me honest, particularly about this issue. I think it's like facing the ugly, if you will. Like facing what is it that, that you're feeling, like you just said, Aja. 
like having our, our young people, and, and I'm throwing it out to the elders too, to face what is this? What is this precise loneliness? It's mm. like questioning what's going on. Are you are you just horny? Because that's different. Mm. Do you want somebody to talk to? Mm. And what kind of conversation are you really interested in having? What is the, the what of the what? What Amen. is the what of the what? Because you know you have some girlfriends that you call and you know they're going to make you laugh. That's all. They're going to make you laugh. They're not going to tell you anything too deep. It's not going to get too heavy, but they are going to make you laugh. Some friends are going to help you cry. And then, of course, there's those brilliant minds that just inspire you to, you know, write a novel or get your, your bank account in order, whatever the case may be. You have to be specific. I think this is what Aja just said, being specific to your needs. What are you looking for? And that, again, goes with knowing who you are and being okay to see the ugly parts. What, mm-hmm. what's, what's, what, what you missing, boo? What is it exactly? This is not... Because let me tell you something. That this first is the honest conversation, that first honest conversation you have with yourself is like breaking out of chains. Like that first time you really say out loud, like what is really, really bothering you? What is really fucking with you two underneath the, the bones of the bones? I, I I never forget that. It's when I started praying out loud or talking out loud to myself mm. and talking to God out loud. I do it all the time now because I need to name the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for the le- letting all that stuff float around in my head. I'm like, you know what? I don't like doing this. God, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it because it don't feel right or I don't want to talk to that person. Uh-huh. And when I say the words out of my mouth, it makes me understand what is the why of the why. I've taken to saying no thank you out loud to to private thoughts. Nobody else can hear what I was just thinking. But you'll hear me all over this house. And Jet, my son, is taken to that as well. But no <laughs> thank you. No, no thank, thank you. you. Like, no. like I'm not I'm not I'm mm. honoring these thoughts. I just don't want them. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I don't want to have nothing to do with that like negative that. energy I right like there. That. I like that. Yeah. It's been a practice for a long time and I don't, you know, hey, look, somebody really might think I'm nuts, but I can explain what I'm doing. No, thank you. I watched a movie. The shit scared me. And now I'm in here <laughs> hearing everything and maybe something is in here. I don't know. No, thank you. And I'm going to turn no, over and go you. to sleep. I said no, thank you. And it's over. That's it. Well, yes, because <laughs> there's on. nothing more powerful than that voice in your head. You better learn how to talk to that voice in your head. And it's not more saying that I rebuke you. I it, rebuke you. Yeah. I rebuke it too. Whatever has to happen. I'm Yeah, that too. I'm just saying like, okay, I recognize. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that I have any I have extra power. I always loved the word rebuke. Rebuke is a good word. Me too. That's such a good word. You know though. what I, else I like? I like bind. Ooh. Bind is a good word too. Bind you. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're so nasty. I'm sorry. Was I not supposed oh, to take yeah. it that way? Because Of I, course you would. You, but you, you said it. I bind? did say bind. Yes. Okay. Right. B-I-N-D. Bind is an old black church word. Old black oh. church words oh. are everything. It is a word. Okay. bind you in the... Okay, I got you. Okay. And All it right. is and also the word from craft. <laughs> <laughs> 
I bind you from doing harm to yourself and harm yes. to others. I bind you from doing harm to yourself and others. <laughs> That's right. Come on, bind. Up. Bind. But I'm seriously, no, no, seriously. The isolation and loneliness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thinking about our folks and our ancestors and what what they must have felt. My um, God, is sobering too. You know? My God. You're away from your people, your family. You were just with them yesterday. Now you're surrounded by people who don't speak your language. Mm-hmm. You don't know. They look like you, but they're from different areas, different tribes. Just in Botswana alone, if I'm not mistaken. And there's over 40 languages just in mm-hmm. Botswana. That's one country. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about an entire continent. So you've just been roaming around, snatching folks up, putting them all in one ship. Like... Uh, I cannot imagine knowing uh, a mother leaving her babies, a man leaving his family and his wife, his parents. Mm. I learned last week, uh, we're Mm. talking about Phyllis Wheatley and Mm. about how she's a, for those of y'all don't know, she's a poet and a writer. And Phyllis Wheatley arrived in America on a slave ship and the slave ship's name was Phyllis. She was named for the ship oh, that she shit. came on. And when she arrived in America, she oh. arrived alone. She was six years old. <gasps> alone. And was sold off of a boat alone and then named for the boat. Mm. Mm. And I think to myself, how do you, how do you shake that? How do you stay alive? How do you, you know, and and it reminds me and pulls me back into that thinking about who we are and what we have survived through, but also saying that we have to give ourselves that space and that moment of compassion and care that we weren't able to take for our ancestors. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors weren't able to take that. So we take it for them. We take that moment of rest. Mm-hmm. And in our loneliness, in our we acknowledge our feelings and, and not try to just survive because we have that ability. We're able to have this discussion outside of just survival because Phyllis Wheatley survived. Because these children came here alone and survived. Because they survived the deep isolation and loneliness and fear and anger and confusion that comes along with the experience that we've had all over the world. Not just here in America, but all over the world, outside of our home countries and so our home continent. So I think by honoring it and talking about it and saying and feeling these moments of weakness and and, and along with the strength that it says we're human beings. It, it reclaims the humanity again. So I just want us all to not fear claiming our humanity. And if we are lonely, if we are sad, if we are dealing in that place, that it's okay to name it and say so. It's not oh, weak. Yeah. It's not weakness. And we're not forever strong. We are people and human beings. And that people really did die and suffer for multiple generations, not ever being able to give themselves that space to just feel. Thank you.
This is a poem by Nikki Giovanni. It's called I'm Not Lonely. I'm not lonely sleeping all alone. You think I'm scared, but I'm a big girl. I don't cry or anything. I have a great big bed to roll around in and lots of space. And I don't dream bad dreams like I used to have that you were leaving me anymore. Now that you're gone, I don't dream. And no matter what you think, I'm not lonely sleeping all alone. reached the end of another episode and that means that it's time for me Eve's the producer to give you some resources Aja recommends following the black yogi hashtag on Instagram as a source of insight on wellness self-care and solitude she also mentioned love languages in this episode which are a concept that came from the book the five love languages the secret to love that lasts by Gary Chapman And last but never least is Phyllis Wheatley, the first Black person in the U.S. to publish a book of poetry. Aja read about Phyllis Wheatley in the book In the Wake on Blackness and Being by Christina Sharp. You can find links for all of these resources in the episode description. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Peace. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents J.Ill, the podcast. This podcast is hosted by Jill Scott, Laia St. Clair, and Aja Graydon Dantzler. Its executive producers are Jill Scott, Sean G., and Brian Calhoun. It's produced by Laia St. Clair and me, Eve Jeffcoat. The editing and sound design for this episode were done by Christina Loringer. The poem, I'm Not Lonely, is from the collected poetry of Nikki Giovanni. Copyright compilation 2003 by Nikki Giovanni. Used by permission of HarperCollins Publishers. I like when my husband fall asleep at the office. He'd be like, I'm so sorry, I'm tired. Good, baby. Go just lay down. Mm. I stretch my whole body out like that. That is something that I wonder about with me and like ever getting married again. I'm not sure that I want to share. A bed? Mm, Yeah. And I'm sure I want to do that. You mean you're going to be here all the time? Like there's no nights off? Like you're going to snore? J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. 
Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.